She's got her southern on. She can do no wrong. Getting down, getting loud to an old country song. With a red dirt heart It don't break easy But it's covered in scars Been everywhere Like an old guitar But it comes alive Under southern stars With my good friend Brian Sprague We're glad to be presenting this stuff to you We've got a special guest But before we talk about him Let's talk a little bit about our sponsors First off, we've got R. Watson Boots, some of the finest and most comfy and stylish boots made in the U.S. of A., made right in Joshua, Texas, good folks. We've got the fine folks at Texas Select Beverages, non-alcoholic beers, teas, coffees. Man, and my favorite, they've actually got lemonade, but my favorite is their root beer. It is off the chain. Anybody that likes root beer, it's, it's perfect for you. Uh, Brian, you've got a camera store that you utilize. What you got with your camera store? Tell me about that one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Fort Worth camera, if you need professional camera gear in the DFW area, rentals, uh, if you have old film cameras, whatever, um, they can help you out. They also have a print shop so they can print all that old stuff as well as, uh, Cinco microphones. They, uh, they, they're budget friendly, high tech, um, microphones for just about every Man, good stuff. We've also got one last one, which is, well, two actually, sharp leather supply. The finest in set and, and belts, <clears throat> guitar straps, dop kits. Man, they've even got some customized Hey Dudes. What's that magazine that was on American Airlines? You know the one that you sit in, you pull it out? Anyway, they were featured in that magazine. I had a buddy of mine send me a picture of them, and it was kind of funny. He makes these customized like leather toppers for their Hey Dudes that are kind of cool. we got to talk about that because Christmas is coming. And then last but not least, smithmusic.com. They are, um, man, a proud sponsor of everything that we do. We Actually, they're a partner as well with a lot of stuff that we work. So with that being said, no further ado. Hold on, you've got one more. You're not wearing the ugly shirt. I can't talk about that. You're not wearing the ugly shirt with the pearls. Can't talk about that. Okay. Okay. Now, they are an official sponsor of the Texas Country Music Awards, and I also just found out that they are also an official sponsor of the Fort Worth Stock Show. So once I get all that stuff lined out, I can announce the Texas Country Music Awards, but I can't really talk about it with us yet. But, man, we'll sneak something in. Iron Oak Apparel, the coolest, I don't even know what to call them, man, the coolest, like, Earl Snap golf shirts <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah. I got two of them yesterday, and they are off the chain. 
and I'm a fan, and I mean this affectionately, of wild and kind of just unique design shirts, and these are definitely them. So, man, we won't really talk about it, but next yep, next week we'll yep. roll that out officially. I'll probably put one on. I'll make sure I have one on every time. But then, without further ado, we have Mr. Red Dirt Heart himself, Zeb Rogers. What's up, buddy? What's happening, guys? Man, How are you're y'all? so blessed. Brian is a little good, under the good, weather, huh? as he said. Um, I tried to tell him, you know, stick his head in the toilet, give himself a swirly. He's got a little ponytail on the top of his head. He told me he didn't <laughs> think that would work. I told him he was wrong. He doesn't believe me. No. I figured he should try it anyway. Zeb, why don't you convince him to try to do the same thing? Well, no, no. I don't know what the answer is right now, man. Everybody's been a little yeah, under the weather lately. It's been a little goofy. I know I've talked to multiple people that are dealing with throat issues. I know for me, and it, it's kind of this, I can't even describe it. I've had it for almost a month where it's been off and on. But, yeah, well, cool, man. Well, we want to, we, we've got know, a lot I of cool just, stuff to talk about. Um, I know you've got a, a, a brand-new single out called Red Dirt Heart that is absolutely amazing that's been getting traction all over the country and on Texas radio. Um and you've had some really cool music, Southern On, Baptized by Backroad. You've got some worship music that you've released to Spotify that I really, really like. I'd like to talk a little bit about that at some point, but really what I'd like to do is get to know, you know, I know you pretty well. Um, Brian is familiar with you because I've spoken about you, but tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, a little bit about your family, what you do on a regular basis besides music. Give us a little insight. Yeah, uh... Well, I actually grew up in a small town called uh, Saline, Louisiana, in Bienville Parish, and uh, I've lived in Louisiana my whole life. Uh, now I just live probably 10 miles from the Texas line in a town called Kickapoo. Did you really say Kickapoo? Uh, but, yeah, it's I called kinda Kickapoo. I kind of love, dude, yeah. how does it feel to be living in a town? I think there's a song about Kickapoo. Kickapoo. I, that is just amazing. Well, I like it. It's, I actually have a Gloucester address, but the place I live That's at is cool. Kickapoo. So yeah, I like, I like Kickapoo better. better, too. Sorry. That just kind of caught my eye or ear. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, I guess a little history. After after high school, uh, I kind of bounced around uh, working and going to college for a while. And then back in 2007, I started uh a career in the electrical utility industry so I decided I wanted to be a lineman so I did that job uh, in different capacities all the way up to 2021 uh, but as far as music I probably got heavily involved in music about 12 years ago uh, after high school and stuff I, uh, I dabbled with the guitar I wrote a lot of poetry and things and I, I sang a lot of karaoke so I decided okay if I watch this Guitar for Dummies video, then I can take all these poems that I've been writing and start turning them into songs. So, so about 12 years ago, I was like, all right, I want to get on stage with a band and do this. Uh, so, you know, with, with the job I juggled, it, it requires a lot of uh, time away from home and your family and a lot of commitment. So I did music as I could. And finally, a couple of years ago, I had an opportunity to uh, stay in the industry, but I moved over to a role in safety. So now I get to help a lot of those guys that I've worked with through the years, kind of mentor up-and-comers, help make a difference there, and it gives me a little bit more free time to enjoy doing the music. So you you were officially a linesman at one point in time, weren't you? Yeah, I was a lineman for the county. Ah, but you were the Kickapoo lineman, not the Wichita lineman. You know, 
there there must be something about Kickapoo because I just um, there's a couple songs about Kickapoo and Kickapoo Creek. Um, let's see, Cody Johnson did one. I just had to look it up. First yeah. opening lyrics of Diamond in My Pocket talks about winding up down to Kickapoo Creek, and then Jason Allen and the East Texas Ramblers um, has a song called Kickapoo Creek called Kickapoo Creek. So must be something in the water down there. I think it's kind of like a, maybe a Copperhead Road. I, I guess every small town <laughs> or, uh, or country has their own place that's a Kickapoo. That's, that's to me, yeah, sure. Kickapoo just that just sticks. It's kind of a funny deal. Well, cool, man. So you've been doing music for a while. Where was the first place you ever played? And man, tell me about that first scenario. <laughs> well, it, it was actually pretty cool. Uh, a lot of the guys that I still play with. Uh, our dads and grandparents actually played together so we're second and third generation musicians that are still doing it together so uh, the first band I ever joined and played with doing cover songs was a band called Extreme Caution and uh, they knew that I sang karaoke and stuff and they were looking for a new uh, lead singer so uh, I went and tried out with them I had grown up watching their dads and my dad play together over the years and, and watched a lot of those guys on stage. And so finally, when I got grown, I got the chance to get on stage with them. And uh, the first show that we got to play was a little hometown bar in Campy, Louisiana <laughs> called CNJ's Watering Hole. So that was my debut performance, but it was a packed house and uh, we had so much fun doing it and got to learn so much from those guys. And, and I'm fortunate enough to still get to be doing music with a couple That's of them. That's crazy, man. It, you know, it's interesting. You know, I don't know if you know this, Zeb. I've got, I've had some of the same guys playing with me for 20 and 25 years, and it's interesting how that evolves. What makes you stay with those guys? You know, think about it from that perspective. I know for me, it's a sense of family, um, but they're also, man, a lot of it, we shared a lot of the same experiences. So, the music that we get or that we make together is kind of idealistic to what all of we like. You know, so what makes you stick with those guys? That's actually a cool story. Well, um, you know, we all grew up, or most of us grew up around the same area, so we've had a sense of friendship and kinship and family throughout the years together. And uh, they're just, they're so talented. Uh, our harmonies just mix. Everybody in the band can sing lead, so uh, you got this big harmony mixture that's a huge dynamic. And uh, just the trust that we have in each other, you know, it's just. Uh, it's one of those deals where you can say, hey, guys, we're going to do that song next week, and you can trust that everybody's going to show up, learn their part, and do it. And, you know, that's worth a lot than the constant bringing in and out of band members and trying different things. Sure. When you got something that works, it's like... Just you know, it's funny it. how you talk about... Well, it's taken you some places because you, you've had the opportunity to open up for uh, Joe Nichols and Maddie and Tay, uh, Tracy Bird, um a couple other guys but it, it's also taking you some kind of interesting places like a jazz fest um so i mean you must be pretty well versed in i don't know all different stuff i know you have a lot of different influences but um how did all that kind of stuff come around did they approach you did you approach them uh well, well back then uh when i first got involved with the band uh, i had heard that they uh, were looking for a lead singer and so uh, I was friends uh, with one of the younger members, and so they were like, well, yeah, let's get together and try it out. So we did, and it just, it immediately meshed. Um, 
with, with the style of music that they did at the time. And uh, my influence is kind of, I grew up all over the place because, like, my dad listened to uh, the Beatles, Merle Haggard, Otis Redding, um, so, and, uh, you know, uh, Marty Stewart and the Fabulous Superlatives. So, like, that's why you hear so much of the different influences in my music because I know people say, oh, you got to figure out who you are and do that. And I'm like, but that is who I am. I'm all of those things because that's what, that's what framed uh, my sound. Now, I know I talk like a country hick, but uh, I can still get down on some soul music if I need to. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting that you're laughing about um, interesting, very, very diverse influences. I've, you know, I've worked with you in the studio, and you can see that. The Otis Redding stuff, I, I, I didn't realize that you, that was a, something that you grew up listening to and that you really liked. What was your favorite song by him? Because I know my dad loved him, too. Man... I don't know. There were so many. I mean, I loved These Arms of Mine. That was always one I loved, uh, you know. And just, I always had his greatest hits record. Like, my whole senior year of high school, that's what I had playing in my trunk. I had I had a, a system in my little truck, but that was what was playing on it was stuff like Merle Haggard's greatest hits and Otis Redding's greatest hits. And, uh, I don't know. I guess I've always had an old soul from from a young age. Yeah, you know, he had some great tunes like I've Been Loving You sure. Too Long, and of course everybody knows about Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. I think I lo- I've Been Loving You Too Long is actually probably my favorite of his songs. Yeah, that is something, a good song. There's, you know, and recording, it's so sparse, right? There's It's his voice and not a whole lot of meat and potatoes music-wise, but it's so dynamic. And I think that's what I really liked about all of yeah. his music. Um, with that being said, you know, it's interesting... You're talking. We're talking about how music evolves and changes, and there's dynamics. You know, your music is considerably different than anything else that's coming out of Steel Records, um, um, and I and I, I I believe that 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 a lot of that is your imprint on that. Um, but I, you know, describe your process. I know you're working with those guys. They're doing killer killer work with a lot of people, including myself. Um, but describe your process and then talk about how you're able to maintain. Because you've got to, re- even Red Dirt Hard, there's a lot of stuff there, but it also breathes. Um, baptized by Back Road, breathed. Southern On, man, the big vocals were there, but it breathes. So tell me a little bit about how that goes, recording with those guys, and, and how you maintain. Well, those guys, yeah, man, they, uh, I started working with Kyle from the studio just uh, back when he had a little recording studio in his house uh, we did a couple of tunes together back then uh, so I've been friends with them and, and known them for a while and then once they got into the studio um, I met Leaf and got to know him a little bit more but we've just developed again a friendship and a trust with one another it's not it's not like some studio in Nashville where I just go and give them uh, here's a couple of grand and I get three hours to do whatever and you get what you get you know uh, they're really in tune with making something sound the best that it can. And uh, I'm really in tune with giving them uh, creative guidance or the vision that I have for the song, but also entrusting them to do what they do best and bringing the song to life. Because, uh, you know, I know a lot of people when they record stuff, they're like, well, I don't want to record anything that I can't play live on stage. 